Steve Lice has been performing and writing music for some 25 years. Alongside that, Steve Lice is a registered mental health nurse, been practicing for the last 15 years, and today he talks to us about the relationship between music and mental health. Over the years, Steve Lice has given so much back to the Southampton music scene and the culture in this city, putting on events, creating opportunities for other musicians to shine and showcase their talents. He talks about how it's all about bringing people together. Steve just so beautifully and brilliantly articulates what music means to him and to so many other people. This podcast really resonated with me as a performer and as a musician. It made me feel excited and passionate about performing and just really encapsulates the beauty of music and what it brings. I can't wait for you guys to hear this podcast. So without no further ado, my name's Luke Garns and this is The Independent Musician. Tap, clap, sing along, but please keep it on beat. Hey Steve, um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining me so early on this uh, Sunday morning. I know we've both got our cups of Yorkshire at the ready, and uh, yeah, it's great to have you here. Lovely to be here, Luke, on your first podcast. Good stuff, yes, the first one of many. So, uh, welcome to all you viewers that are joining in as well. So, um, anyway, so the first question I want to ask you, really, Steve, and we're gonna, you know, you have, of course, you can tell us all about you and, and what you do. But um, first question really is, what does music and being a musician mean to you? Bit of a philosophical question really, but um, yeah. At this time in the morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, music's been a big, a huge part of my life. It's been like, um, yeah, I think it's ever since I, uh, well, I started, I'm gonna take it back to like when I, I moved down from, from Yorkshire down to a new school and basically I'd been playing guitar a little bit with a, a friend uh, up in up in Yorkshire. Um, I managed to pull out a, uh, a, uh, a like an old tape um, during lockdown and stuff. I, I bought like one of these uh, cassette tape players where you can listen back to old tapes and kind of put them onto your computer and that kind of stuff. And found some um, yeah, found some recordings of me when I was. Uh, sort of playing and learning guitar basically with my mate Phil and you know I must have been 12 or 13 at the time and so it's it was all kind of basically mostly Oasis songs and Green Day Um, yeah sort of from then obviously when I moved down to to Wokingham which uh, started kind of started a new school in year nine of school so um, I sort of had to make new friends and stuff. And I was just thinking about this recently, like just how without music, uh, you know, it, it really, I, I, I didn't really stand out when I first kind of got to the school. I was just some blonde haired Yorkshire lad. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, everybody all had, had their own friends and stuff, you know. And um, I, you know, I played some guitar and stuff, but it was, I met my friend uh, Abraham who started school at the same time. And then we started up a band called Delirium um, and uh, you know that but by sort of the end of the two years of obviously school so in year 11 we played um, we'd written a few songs and stuff and uh, we had a drummer and guitarist and played at my leaving ball and stuff you know and it it just kind of it gave me an identity um, yeah it nice. gave me sort of something to that I was really good at and you know um, I was it allowed me then to put on some events and stuff as well. So I was doing events in uh, the Wokingham Village Hall uh, in Embrook. And um, what age? That was, I mean, I was probably 16, 17 by then. Wow. Um, wow. So, yeah, I, was, I put on like a few bands and stuff from the local area. And my, um, my brother's band, um, he was in a band called Circus Act, who were like a punk band. Um, and I played bass on one of their um, in in the studio um, at River, Riverside Studio, I think it was called. Um, and yeah, put on a um, was it Riverside? No, it wasn't Riverside. Can't remember. Um, but yeah, we put on. I sort of played bass on on one of their tracks, and uh, 
so I, I actually learned bass first and and then you know acoustic where I just taught myself really so but yeah right. we had we had some really good um really good like little all day kind of events down at this village hall sold tickets and you know when we got old enough you know people would bring cans yeah. of beer in and stuff and it was great so you know it gave me oh, an identity God. it gave me a re gave me kind of a purpose to you know um just to connect really and just to connect with you know with different people and obviously something i really enjoyed and yeah it's so it, it's kind of ever since then it's kind of just you know not obviously you don't realize at that kind of age you know what that you could, might be it might sort of become something that you do a lot more uh, yeah, but sure. it's it's always been yeah it's always been something that um i've really linked to and i guess it's just because i just love the, the social aspect of it as well as you know and just being able to share the kind of share music you know write something new and then share it and see people enjoy it or not yeah, enjoy sure. it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a two-way yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. And, so. and so, yeah. So I mean, that's. And then I was started playing in the pubs and doing, some stuff in the pubs and still play some of the songs, you know, the cover songs that I used to play then now. So, yeah, you know, it's um, yeah. Well, that's awesome because I think like you've perfectly answered that question because you spoke about it giving you identity, yeah. purpose, a passion, you mm. know. Uh, sort of like giving you kind of what you want to kind of do in terms of socializing with friends mm. and kind of just tying it all together so uh that's brilliant really and people will be really interested to hear i think what it does mean to a musician as well to be yeah. a musician and, and why they've got into it so um, that's great so yeah just going back to the pandemic um what was it like for you um being an independent musician at that time well i think for me i mean i've it's it's a big part of my big still a big part of my identity a big part of my life so to have that you know removed because you know you can't go out and and, and put the events on as well as play them and stuff and uh, it's um yeah it for me it just sort of i i don't know i kind of really just lost that again that sense of purpose just felt like something was missing um and until i started playing you know getting back out again i kind of hadn't really realized how much i really missed it so i i could have used it as a time to write some new stuff or mm. get get creative but i just completely lost that creative spark and <clears throat> you know the just the, I, I didn't pick up the guitar um yeah didn't seem to be any i don't know i just i just really lost that yeah that, and, the, the, the want and, to do it you know? and would you say that comes from the fact that you said about before that you enjoy the social aspect of the music mm. and getting out there performing in front of people you know just kind of like spreading that joy if you like through your performance and through your music do you think yeah. it's because you that part was completely gone that kind of just yeah. motivated you a little bit yeah yeah and again i didn't realize that until sort of we came out of the lockdown and you know i started playing going out and playing live again that you know it's it, it I, I, the, the, I think it's made me realize that the reason i do it and the reason i've written songs i mean it's, there's a personal there is that personal enjoyment of writing a song and you know getting getting it sort of recorded or something and then putting it out or you know writing a new song and then going to an open mic and sort of playing playing it and people giving you feedback so I mean, obviously, you know, music does that, and songwriting yeah. does that for you. But you know, when I, I I do play a lot of sort of cover cover sets um, of songs that I really like, um, and and I you know I've I've done I think I've got a, a pretty decent taste in music, quite an eclectic taste. So I've kind of learned songs that are from all sorts of different genres and uh, and and um, and over the years, and so you. You know, you get people that engaged like of all ages. So, you know, when yeah. you're playing playing live and you're you're sort of looking around, sort of seeing people, you know, like, oh, this is a great tune. You know, then that really sort of just, you know, fill you know fills you with kind of like joy that you just keep and motivation keeps you going. And going, you know, yeah. you've you've been to some of my shows and it's like, uh, you know, yeah. I'll just uh, they'll ask me to book me book me for a couple of hours and then I will play three hours. 
you know, <laughs> and I'll just keep going because the energy's there, you know. But um, one thing I would say from seeing you perform at your shows is that you, um, you've got this ability to like read the audience as well. And because mm. you have such a massive repertoire of material, mm. like you can see what what's going well mm. and just like flick through and you've got a tune for this person to tune, mm. and you, it just brings everyone together you know yeah. so um uh yeah so i think that's definitely another you play skill to, you play to the room that's the the term in it yeah yeah absolutely play but to again the room. it's it, it's there's that whole thing of that connection between you and the audience and you and others and just people you've never met before you know and they you know you you have that that the, the ability to be able to like there's nothing else really that brings people together in in sort of the auditory way and you know um you know and, and the visual way obviously but to you know to really connect somebody from one person to the next and you know people come up to you at the end and they're like it's like they've known you for for years and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and actually you've never met them before you know yeah. and so i've met it's a like... lot of people through it yeah, it's like you're a friend for life after they've seen you yeah. perform, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, just because uh, you've played an Ed Sheeran song that they like, or, which I've never <laughs> done, actually, but, you know. Yeah, 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 sure. But you can see There's... that, and, you know, feel that when I go and see artists that I really enjoy, you know, um, and, you know, it's like that thrill when you get to sort of meet them at the end and you th of the show, and you, like, walk up to them, and you're like, hey, like, and you've, you, you're, you're going at, the, at it with, like, I've, I've known you for years because I've listened to your music for years. But actually, yeah, yeah. they might be a complete and utter idiot, and then you don't want to be, you know, they just blank you or something, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, I always find it's really good to, it's that engagement that you get with people that I really enjoy. You yeah. Know, they'll they'll yeah. come up to you and you're like, hey, oh, thanks so much. You know, it's really, really nice of you to, you know, to, to, that you've enjoyed my, you know, my set and stuff, you know. I think there's a big I've, part I've, of it. I've never once seen you just finish a show, get your guitar, and get out. Yeah. Like you always stick around for at least yeah. like an hour afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to have a beer, you want to chill, you want to talk to people. Yeah. And I think that's what it's about because yeah. otherwise, I mean, what are we doing really as musicians yeah. and performers? Like if we're yeah. just going to turn up, perform and then get out. Yeah. It just Because it, it's not, yeah, some people might see this as a job, yeah. but it's like a passion, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and engaging and meeting people, sharing sharing something because that's what we're doing when you're performing you're opening yourself up and like even myself when i'm on percussion or whatever like i'm not singing or nothing but i feel like i'm giving something out oh yeah you know and that's yeah. what it's about you know so um and, yeah. i'm just seeing just seeing i mean in terms of the pandemic and, and the lockdown and stuff it it's also the fact that you know that's had a it's had an effect on people psychologically you know it, it, it did with me uh, because of the isolation and I think that, that shows that, you know, that the human connection, you know, people get into experiences, whether it's, you know, actually directly or indirectly, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's really good for the soul. It's really good for you, you know, for just people in general. We're just, we're, we're generally just social beings, aren't we? So, um, you know, well, I think, it's, uh, it's amazing that you start, you, you, you've just gone into that bit, because my next question was going to be, you know, about, of course, the pandemic being tough on, on mm. all of us really and um undoubtedly has affected a lot of people both personally and professionally um but as somebody yourself who works in the mental health arena you know there's a specialist in that area yeah. um i mean what what would you say can you tell us a bit about your role and what do you think abuse relation between music and mental health is yeah well i think it's yeah it's a really powerful it's a really powerful thing i mean again you just strip it down down to the bare bones of you know human um you know construction you know who we are um i think we we need i think just music music is a really really powerful connector it's a really it it, it can lift you up it can make you it can change your mood you know um it you know if you can listen you listen to a sad song and it it kind of makes you feel a certain way um and and then but equally you can listen to some like james brown get on up kind of stuff and it, it gets you motivated you know we know that from you know going you know going out running and stuff and you put your put your headphones in and you're like right I'm going for a going for a run and you you play something that's really charged and you know um, energizing and so you know to me it seems like really obvious that the, the connection between that and 
<clears throat> and men mental health is you know it's really strong and uh, I you know in some of the in some of the uh, places I've worked um, uh, you know I've run like little music appreciation groups and um, you know where you just kind of you sit around and you look at YouTube or something and you're like right so what you know what what song like do you really like and then it the other thing is is that you can listen back to songs that they're from the 60s, the 70s, the 50s, you know, it go right back. Yeah, and yeah. you're, you, it, it, can, it, bring, it conjures up sort of memories and, you know, really nice sort of feelings of, ha it, it's got this amazing ability to be able to take you back to that time. Um, even if you weren't alive in that time, you know, to, um, it still makes you feel like you can, like you were there, you know, like if you listen to yeah. some jazz or something, it, you know, it takes you it takes you to a place even that you've never been to, like a New Orleans kind of smoky bar, you yeah. know, sort of, and you, you can imagine what it would be like in that sort of situation. And again, what a powerful thing to do for for your mental health, really. You know, to be able to 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 you know to have that bit that for it to have that ability and that impact and power over you. You know, it's great. So. Yeah, sure. But then you share that, or equally the sharing of, you know, you know, you put on a song like Rolling Stones or something, and it's like, you know, I might I might not have heard that song before, and then somebody else goes, oh yeah, this is this is like one of my favourite songs. Listen to this bit or listen to that bit, and you go, oh yeah, that's really cool. And so it inspires each other, it creates discussion, creates connection, um, you know. And so again, it it just has, it has multiple benefits. Um, and and creates that talking point, creates that you know that shared learning and shared experience. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, and it's so true what you say about when you listen to a song, it takes you to a different place, mm. and almost it it can take you to a different place, like what you said in terms of being like a New Orleans bar or something like that. Mm. But also, it can take you to to a different part of your life, mm. point in your life. Like when I listen to certain songs, it takes me back to that point in my life and how I felt then and and then you know it's just it's just a wonderful thing definitely. well yeah just off the top of my head I mean, I'm listening to I'm hearing in my head like okay when I first the first heard okay computer by Radiohead and you know paranoid android and, and karma police and um no surprises and those kind of songs and I'm 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 immediately taken back to um a physics lesson in in school when I was there, and I remember listening to it sort of on my sort of had like a little headphone. Oh, brilliant! And I was listening to it, but I also remember that my my teacher in the, in that class was a really big Radiohead fan, and you know I don't I don't know why it takes me back to that memory, but it just does. Um, there we go. But then I've been to so many festivals and stuff where I've seen seen Radiohead and you know watched them perform, you know those songs and. You're like, oh yeah, that was an amazing day, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah really sure. cool. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, yeah, uh, just getting back to like you and your performances as well. Um, like since the world has opened up again, since after lockdown, like how have you, I know you touched upon it a bit before, but how have you found gigs and performing and what differences have you seen maybe between gigs and like getting up there and playing now and, bef and prior to the pandemic? What? what have you have you noticed any differences there? Just less people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not everyone's ready to come out just yet. Everyone's <laughs> ready to come out. <laughs> Some of them are still in hibernation. Understandably, though, I mean, it's like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. being in sort of bigger crowds of people. I mean, I guess there's, there's been a lot more of the, the the shows that I kind of like are the sort of more intimate shows where people are sat down listening. Um, you know, and paying attention, and and obviously having a smaller sort of audience is is always really it, it's a different kind of experience because um, you know it's quite in some in some ways intimidating. In some ways, it's just like actually, especially when you're playing your own original stuff, it's um, you know it's really nice to have people like a actively listening to to what you're what you're playing and listening to every note and that kind of stuff. Whereas this, whereas the sort of cover sets i'd expect them to it would be feel weird if i just had them all sat quietly um, yeah you want to get them up and get them going 
Um, <clears throat> but sometimes similarly like with the cover sets and not even maybe sat there at all like yeah. i remember i remember years ago playing at a place called the ice house with my band at the time yeah. and we played like here yeah. and the pub went round to the other corner they went round the corner and everyone was sat around there and we couldn't even see them and we'd finish a song and all we hear is a all we'd hear is a rippled applause. It's like, well, where are they? Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Whoever you are. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've done all sorts of shows like that, really. Um, played all sorts of places. But um, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've mainly, I haven't had a huge amount of opportunity to get out and play my original sort of sets and stuff since lockdown's lifted. So, you know, my experiences of just playing in front of um, people have, have, have been at, um, you know, yeah, sort of different pubs and, 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 and places that, you know, just get people up and dancing. I've had different experiences, really. It's, it's kind of hard to say some of the, some of the, 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 the places, are, there's a lot of people, other places there's not so many. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it will just take time for for the world to catch catch up really and get back to feeling comfortable to get back out and there was a silly time like during lockdown where you you could play you could put on a performance but the people weren't able to to sing or no. uh, you know yeah. and those that, that that sort of stuff and it was just like what that's like, that's like uh, it's like I don't know going swimming and you know you, you can't you can't do the breaststroke you can't do the front crawl you've got to well, just, yeah you've just got to sit there paddling well and, there's, you know, a, there's, a, there's a complete disconnect there between yeah. people listening to music and actually going yeah. to watch music because yeah. by going to watch music you want to feel part of the performance you yeah. want to you want to get involved you know otherwise you just can just go sit at home and listen to it through a pair of headphones you know can you um, imagine like the Imagine if they tried to police that, you know, like no, no, no singing, <laughs> no. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> so, well, well, so yeah, yeah like... it's, um, I mean, I'm hoping it will. Yeah, things will start to return back to some sort of normal. But like I say, everyone's in their own. You know, everyone has their own, um, you know, feelings about it, and I could completely appreciate, you know, people not feeling confident, comfortable. You know, sort of as as the as this you know this this changes as it sort of evolves and stuff. People are just you know don't, they don't know if they're. It, it, it does send the fear into you. It sends the sort of you know that you're gonna get gonna get some you're gonna be wiped out for like three or four months. You know, with like long COVID if you just because yeah. you went to a went to a show and sat next to somebody for so long. So. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean. I mean, having the privilege of like knowing you and being a great friend oh, for, thanks, so, for so so many years. Um, if, huh, cheers, buddy. Um, if there's one thing you always are, that's busy. Like you're always like I can't even recall a moment when you're not doing something or contributing in some way to uh, you know the music culture of Southampton and the industry as a whole. Um, of course, uh, you work with many different like other organizations that you're a part of and stuff within the industry can you tell us a bit about that yeah i mean yeah again right from right from moving down to southampton about 20 years ago um i've always wanted to be you know i went to a couple of the open mics and um at the hobbit and the talking heads and you know then wanted to put on my own shows and fr from that sort of you know got involved with the people arranging a festival in southampton um, called the Access Fest, which we ran for five years. You know, I've been involved in. The, we're working with the sort of the council for for like Let's Ride and you know, and the, I think we did a Chinese festival and you know, it it was um, just whenever I can get involved with the wider community, I I, I really love it. And it's um, it, yeah, it, it, again, it's that, that additional. Uh, element to, 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 to music that um, that I really enjoy and get a lot of lot of passion out of it's just bringing people together you know I think it's a really um, it's, it's, a, it's a really amazing um, a, a, you know uh, thing to do you know um, so yeah so I've, 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 I've always looked for opportunities where I can get get people together and um, in 
and I was trying to check, think about the dates. I think it was around 2016 um, when I started up. Um, uh, I heard about, um, well, I've been going to, a, in 2009, I went to a few shows in Winchester for um, a, an organisation called So Far Sounds. And um, yep. it's like intimate experiences in unique spaces. So Winchester, obviously, has got some really lovely, um, you know, sort of houses that people, you know, uh, host, you know, sort of shows. And then obviously some really lovely um, uh, architecture and buildings that are really unique. So went to quite a few of those those shows and everyone's quiet and sit down on the floor. And I was like, wow, yeah. this, is, this is amazing. Like, this is really... It's just it's such a there's such an energy in the room because everyone's there, you know, for the same reason. So jumping on a few years after that, <clears throat> I had the opportunity to be able to take over the um, so far shows in Southampton. So I I, I um, applied and and got accepted to, to start running shows and started putting on uh, monthly events in in Southampton. Um, but again, that's that allowed me that connection to places that you wouldn't generally get access to as just some random bloke who walks into a into a place and goes, "Oh, can I can I put on a show here?" When because it has a, such a name to it, because it's a global organisation, you know, yeah. it gives you gives you that to, that little bit of a you know green card to kind of get access into into some of the the really unique spaces that that Southampton has to offer. So yeah, I got involved with that and. Um, yeah, through that met uh, um, met a guy called Peter Nicholson who um, has become like my closest friend. Really, he's he's, um, he's he's really enthusiastic, really passionate about music, really wanting to to kind of put put shows on like this. So it really linked in with his um, with his uh, you know passion as well. And yeah. you know, together, then he you know a couple of years down the line, he set up his own. Um, uh, sort of company or business, something like a little group, basically called as Sound Level Events, where we'd some of the places that we play, we put shows on with so far. Um, you know, said, oh, we'd really like a bit more regular kind of shows if you can do them. And we said, yeah. well, we can't really do that with so far because we need to sort of keep the, you know, keep it flowing and and have uh, different different places for the, to keep the keep the excitement about you know, for the guests and for the audiences to, to come to like brand new places. So um, one main sort of place that we, uh, well, a couple of main places that we put shows on with events was uh, when we continue to do is at uh, Leap Beach, which is, um, it's called The Lookout. It's a, a cafe that's sort of built on some stilts that look out to the, out to the sea. And it's a beautiful place. And we've been doing regular shows there and putting on artists that we've met through so far and also local artists and and artists obviously that hear about us and want to want to apply and we've got shows there it's really really nice atmosphere everyone's we kind of take the sort of concept of the sofa where everybody's quiet and listen to and, and appreciate some musicians but um we've had some you know really good following um and, and some sorts lots of sold out shows there which we continue to do but then also um, during the lockdown, we had um, uh, well, Pete had a great idea to. It really, you know, I just really want to get out and put some music on, and he was like, "How can we, how can we do this like in a safe way?" So he, he thought about having a drive-in concert where you have the yeah. car and so the distance of the car is roughly around two meters, and then you have everybody gets out on one side of the car and then. You have another car, obviously, and everybody gets out, so it's it's kind of nicely spaced. Yeah. And so we, another venue that we'd found through and put on some really nice shows um, with uh, so far was the Royal, Royal Victoria Country Park Chapel, um, which is a huge place and it's got a lot of history to it. it used to be a uh, um, place where the, the like ward veterans and that kind of stuff would 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 go and and uh, get medical treatment and that kind of stuff. And yeah, so we they allowed us to, to put on this. Well, the first the first um, UK drive-in show, um, it, it you know uh, in yeah, so the first one in the UK, which was a remarkable uh, 
achievement, and especially during lockdown as well. Yeah, um, I'd say. And we put on four, yeah, four shows over a period of four months, um, which were just wonderful. Like some of the best memories I'll I'll, I'll retain for the rest of my life, really. Um, uh, I, yeah, it was just so nice. Sort of people, you know, you sort of saying about people getting back out in the in the in the community, and and yeah, yeah. we did that during the pandemic, you know, during the. And everyone was just buzzing, you know, just absolutely loving it, but trying to keep safe and stuff as well. But I, I, I did their, vouch for that as well. Yeah, their I horns, can, and we got you yeah. playing, man. To, to yeah, I came, I, I came and opened up for a few of them, and yeah. people were just so happy. Mm. And to see people like so excited to be out enjoying music after such a long time away with the pandemic, and and yeah. everyone was so inviting. You could walk around the cars afterwards and have a chat with people, yeah. you know, keeping social distance. Yeah. And it was it was just a really run well run event, yeah. um, and uh, it was amazing. I remember seeing Wild Front play there, and yeah. just Sean amazing. McGowan. Sean McGowan, just some yeah. some great artists, and um, yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then we joined up with Wickham Festival as well, and had show of hands play. Um, so because Wickham Festival couldn't happen that year, um, it was in two thousand nineteen, I think it was. Um, so it wasn't yeah, it wasn't last year. It was year before so yeah that couldn't happen so they got one of the their usual headlining bands uh big sort of folk band and on the scene and sold out the tickets for that straight away and it was just really it, it just an amazing thing to be able to put on again that, as i say like playing music is one thing but um i didn't perform any of those you know it was it was you know just for the the experience of putting on and an event and it's a lot of work but it really pays off you know you there was a really lovely bit because there's a there's the sort of chapel tower that you can kind of get go up this sort of long spiral staircase inside yeah and you get right to the top and i've got some really lovely things of all the cars sort of turning up and parking up and um you know look at looking out across that and just being like yeah i've been involved in in putting this on you know um it's great so yeah, so Pete's really inspired me uh, a lot, and there's, you know, he's got some really great ideas and just puts them into into action, which really works works for me because I'm I'm that sort of I, I like to work with other people rather than doing things on my own. But yeah, um, collaborative effort. Yeah. Yeah, but you kind of again, it's that shared experience when you've kind of done something like that, and you're like, oh, such a such good fun, you know. So well, yeah, so um, the sound level. There's yeah, I ran a show called Three Monkeys um, for eight years in in a, um, a, a non-for-profit uh, cafe called the Art House, um, and I, I think I'm I'm hoping to sort of start something up like that again because I feel like at the moment uh, my sort of passion is really helping sort of and the love of acoustic music and you know singer songwriters and that kind of stuff and. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a huge amount in Southampton for for that uh, for those kind of shows and that give give people that platform. There's a lot of bands and a lot of venues for for, for bands and things, but um, yeah, to, to have like a nice sort of small audience and yeah, yeah. you know acoustic sort of places um, that you can go and play. I think there's there's a limited amount now, so it'd be really nice for the art house to allow me to put on those kind of shows again because they were really nice. You had like three singer-songwriters in a, in a in a row and then a bit like it in a round kind of session over in America they do them quite a lot in the house concerts and that and you have one yep. one person playing at a time in a round um, and again it's, it breaks up the the, the the sets a bit and people you know the musicians are sat there like listening to other person's songs and yeah so it's a really nice show so I'd, I'd like to kind of put that back on again but that was a well, really good experience. It's funny you say that because uh, firstly, I just want to say after everything you've just told us that you've uh, been doing over the years, you know, personally, I want to say thank you for your like relentless contribution, you know, to like, to like music and the industry, because like I said, for, for as many years as I've, as I've known you, which are many, you've always been doing something within the industry. And uh, I think you're also very um, underrated. Uh, in terms of what you do and I've always thought that because the amount that you have you know I know you give props to other people like Pete and rightly so but you've been around for years you know doing these things um, since you were 16 as we now know setting up shows so uh, yeah. it's uh, pretty extraordinary um, but but why why do you feel so passionately about giving opportunities and a platform to 
other independent artists um, to, to get out there and perform? Why do you feel passionately about that? As, well, as I think, I think it, because I just realised how difficult it is and it's got more difficult even over during my time, you know, in the last 20 years, really how the, the industry has changed and, you know, um, a lot more of it now is about getting onto social media platforms and putting yourself across you know selling yourself as a product almost um and you know trying to um you know keep just keep releasing keep creating content rather than and i think as soon as you use the term content you think you know you obviously they're every song that somebody creates is an absolute it's it it's a it's an absolute beautiful part of themselves that they've they've put the effort and the and the the you know the mental ability of songwriting you know being able to sit down and create something out of nothing you know in terms of a story or like a, again a piece of music and you put that out and then stick it out there on you know, so on a, a streaming platform, and then hope, you know, with lots and lots of marketing, lots and lots of, you know, plugging people, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, that you hope that you'll get enough people to listen to that song, and then you you don't get the reward for it in terms of monetary value, you no. know, um, you know, it, which is just really demoralising. Um, and and just hard work, lots and lots of hard work. Um, and whereas I think the the shows, I think, and giving people the ability to be able to sell their merchandise and sell their products, and st there's still a need and a um, a place for having that physical vinyl or CD or or trying to think in creative ways about how to how to market your product um, yep. it, and again that, that social engagement you get where the people get to actually meet the band at the end and come to the record table and be like hey guys so that was an amazing performance can I buy your, you know, your CD or your, um, your vinyl and that's uh, there's, so there's still a need there's still a demand for, for um, music performances and, and putting those those on and I just I just again I just love seeing people you know standing up on that stage and uh, for the drive-in and just looking absolutely you know overwhelmed with joy that they're performing in front of you know loads of people and and that I I can I'm I've had a big part in that you know I've, yeah well, I've done that. that's exactly it because it's like in 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 like a time where social media is so prevalent, you know, people are constantly looking on social media, looking mm. at other people, and they're thinking, "Oh, I want to be like that. I want to be mm. like this." You spoke before about like when you were younger, trying to find your identity and stuff mm. within within music and the purpose. And I think like it's not only that self gratification that artists get when they play live, but it's also what they get back from the crowd, yeah. because it, it makes them know that what I'm doing and what I'm pouring my heart into mm. and creating is like actually resonating with people mm. and people aren't going to get that for a streaming platform yeah they're going to put out there it's like are people listening are they not yeah. i'm not getting any feedback but yeah. when you're there in front of a crowd and somebody says to you afterwards oh you know this this night is like it's made my month it's made my week mm. you know what i mean this is one of the best performances mm. i've ever seen just little things like that it's like they go home and even from two people mm. they just feel like I'm there. Yeah, I'm getting there. You know, yeah, I'm on my absolutely. way. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and obviously, you can go and spend money and going to see you know a big artists and huge concerts. But you know, I've been to the O2 in in London a few times, and you just feel like a little speck of dust in 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 the cavernous kind of space that is the the O2 arena. And um, mm -hmm. you know, and you 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 think, oh yeah, is that. Yeah, I think that's the artist I've come to see. Yeah, I can just about see them. Or you're watching it on a big screen, like you just get so detached from, you know. I mean, obviously, yeah. the, you know, you're around other people, everyone's enjoying it. But then you get some guy next to you who's just singing out a tune, and you're like, I haven't come to hear you, mate. I've come here. I've paid hundreds of pounds, whatever it is, to come and see the act. Exactly. So, so having that, you know, um, I, I, I just 
fully believe and have, I can speak from experience that I've some of the best shows that I've been to and uh, concerts that I've seen have been the ones that you know I've been involved in or or that I've gone to in my local area and you know you see bands like you know sort of Wild Front or or Bash or um, Kitty O'Neill um the the list is endless you know the of of acts that i've just been like wow this is i'm like i look around and there's like there's maybe 40 50 people and you think i've been a part of this experience and it's and i know this person and i know that person and you know you get the joy out of actually just being at a, a show and seeing seeing people you know progress and move up i mean this is why um uh, you know with my um, with my album and stuff that I, I, I've done, um, I'll talk to you about that in a minute. There's, <clears throat> there's an additional album that I did um, with, that involved like uh, um, different local artists or people, uh, musicians I've been involved in, and asked them if they can re record some covers of, of my songs because it's just like I want, I love their their music, you know, I love their, yeah. their artists, you know, them artists. So, yeah, so I think. Um, yeah, I think it's just for that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just that love of um, seeing the creative process, um, giving people the opportunity and the platform to, you know, to express that. And I know for certain that there's been a lot of artists in the local artists that I've given them their first ever performance, their first ever show. And seeing them, you know, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can. I'm like, cool, man, that's right. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, and then, you know, two or three years later, they're playing on a, at the joiners or they're playing, you know, on a, a, it kicks them off, kickstarts their, their sort of um, music career off. And, we're, and it's nice to follow them and sort of see how they progress. And, yeah, it's, it's you know, that's, that's just really comforting. It's just nice to know that you've had an impact on somebody's life and, or, get, or help to inspire them. But then there's also, sorry Luke, I'm probably banging on now, but it's, just, okay. it's also when you were saying about the audience and it's about, you never know who, who you've inspired when you play a song or, or something that they, they then go away and go, oh, I'm gonna learn that song or I'm going to, I'm gonna pick up the guitar or I'm gonna pick up an instrument and you know, I have in my, my sort of musical career, I have had people who have got in touch and said, like, you've, you know, that song that you've written is really, you know, it, it really moves me. It really makes me, you know, I put it on when I'm, if I'm having a bad day or, you know, and, and there's, you know, it's just really, really lovely to kind of have that, you know, feedback from people and realise that you might have had a completely in your perspective, I had a really crap show. Nobody's come up to sort of say anything, or yeah. they've all just gone home. And then you kind of get a message, like you know, maybe even a year later, and you go, "Oh, was that? Yeah, was that your show like last year?" And I remember you playing this song, and you know, you know, it was. It, it's. I still really listen to it. I listen to it every day, and you're like, "Cool, that's great." You know. No, I completely agree, and I think it's um. It's uh, like you say. It's when you perform, like you you never know how people are taking it at the time. Mm. You're like, oh, because because we're always so hard on ourselves as performers. Mm. It's like, oh God, it's just going well. I'm feeling a little bit rusty, but at the end, it's like you never know who you're inspiring, yeah. who you're touching, who you're getting through to. Yeah, and I think that's the, the beauty of music, and that's just what I love personally about mm. performing. And what I also love about everything you said is you, you've spoken so much about setting shows up, giving opportunities. I mean, of course, the podcast is called The Independent Musician, and I think that's just an amazing kind of, it just showcases so beautifully what you can do as an independent musician. Yeah. Like, you're not constricted by certain things. You have autonomy and the ability to go out there and do what you want within the industry. Um, yeah, and I think that's, yeah. that's, that's a great thing. Yeah, and, I, I, you know, you always kind of hope that you, you know, um, I mean, I think even the... the, the thing of like getting signed these days isn't it all end all it's it's about having you know finding uh sort of independent um uh you know record companies or 
you know that will support you on that on your journey um and you know they 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 market you they you know they might sort of say well you would probably fit into this sort of category of music which would then inspire this following of fans so there's maybe this sort of certain look that you need to kind of go for um yeah. but you know you you just hope that those people are going to be have your interest in mind um you know and and, and just want want to support you and actually believe in you um, and if there's whereas... and if there's a piece of advice that i could give to like any like upcoming artists or mm. people musicians watching this is that if you don't find that then stay true to who you are you know mm. like it's not the be on end all you just said that already like if you come across as somebody says oh i want to sign you but i want you to do this i want you to be this you know sound like that nah that's when you need to have the like ability and like you're a pro you're a perfect example of this to say mm. you know i know who i am i know my identity i know what i want to create that's not aligning with that so yeah. no thanks i'll carry on doing my thing yeah. and i think that's a def that's an amazing bit of advice to give to other artists upcoming yeah, yeah absolutely i think uh, again just don't lose touch with who you are as and why what got you started playing music because if you start to feel that you're being led somewhere and you you're ending up on just some sort of hamster wheel for the you know to make money for you know for other people then then uh, you know or you're just a manufactured you know on just on a uh, you know a factory line then you know the the soul gets taken away from 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 the music you know and yeah but then equally it's really hard like myself you know I've got music out and stuff but it's really hard to kind of keep that motivation going um you know and the passion going when you know you know that you're you hope and that the, the, the songs that you write are you know could reach lots and lots of people lots more people and there's yeah. always that kind of drive which you have as a child you know or as a teenager that you know when i was listening to green day or you know some of the 90s bands oasis and stuff and you see people up on there and you have that big dream that maybe one day you'll get on top of the pops or maybe one day you'll get on the big the big stage and that is you know it's in inside you and when you realize that you get to well the age i am now and you're thinking that didn't happen um that you can easily take that out on yourself and be like well maybe i just haven't tried hard enough or no you know, I, yeah, I, didn't yeah, get, yeah. I didn't get the big break or whatever or always kind of thinking i i wish i'd not gone into nursing i should have just pursued my music career and you know look at me i'm so passionate about music but you know why haven't I put more time into it? But I think over the years I've just kind of got to a stage where I've been like, my music's out there. Um, it's yep. you know people want to. I it's up to me if I want to market it. Um, and and uh, you know I'm just proud of 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 what I've achieved and what I've accomplished with my with my music. You know. Yeah, because ultimately you've been true to who you are, yeah. and that's the most yeah. important thing. Um, now. We're going to talk a bit about, um, you know, as we start to wrap things up a bit about your upcoming album and, yeah. and the stuff you might be doing on that. But you spoke a bit about like performances and your performances live and stuff like that. And, you know, how you like to get the crowd going. And we've, I'm delighted to say we've got a performance which we're going to, we're going to, you know, move to um, a pre one that you've recorded before. It's on um, YouTube. Um, it's uh, can you just tell us a bit about this performance that we're going to see, and um, and also your kind of performance style and your inspiration that you feel when you're on stage, and and how you put that through in this performance, and then we can check it out. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, this this song is the most sort of recent one I've had recorded, so the most recent single, um, and it's a song called "Rock and Roll Saved My Life," which um, I. I wrote back in God like two thousand and six or something. It was a long time ago, but it's always just been. It's a bit of a nod towards my love of um, sort of that rockabilly kind of uh, well rock and roll kind of um, artists, uh, um, and just like it's a fun song. It's um, really really simple, but it's 
yeah, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a good crowd pleaser. Um, and so yeah. I've, when I've played it and people have been like, oh, this is great. Um, and more recently, well, in the, within the last sort of five years or so, I've been taking um, uh, sort of percussion instruments out to, to shows and stuff that I play, um, like, like shaky eggs and things that I hand around the audience at the beginning, especially for the so far shows are great because everybody uh, is in the same room. So you can kind of, you know, mug them for the eggs when they, uh, when they leave so they don't nick them. Um, Gets a bit expensive otherwise. Yeah, it yeah. does, yeah. Um, and yeah, so everybody starts like shaking things and getting involved. And it's again, that's a, it's amazing sort of an extra connection. Um, I mean, it's great if people like clapping, whatever, or, you know, singing along to a, to the catchy tune, but in this way, this song really lends itself to, to getting people like shaking stuff and feeling really involved in the song. So, um, I, yeah, so I played this at a, um, a so far show in Hastings and, uh, it's somebody's house and it's a beautiful place, really unique place. And yeah, I started playing it and then everyone was getting involved and it's, the, the videos come out really, really well. Um, uh, Bradley um, Bowers from BCB Media uh, filmed this and got a really captured a really amazing um, you know, perform uh, my you know performance and yeah I, I always put this on and and uh, you know watch this if I'm having a bit of a down day because uh, <laughs> it's just again a, another um, <clears throat> it's not well it's it's me I, I enjoy my own music and you know I, if you can't I, I always think if you can't enjoy your own music and in, and watch the stuff back and, and be thinking, yeah, I've done that, or that was a really fun time, then, you know, I, I think what's, what's the point of doing it? But, um, yeah, so this is a really nice memory um, from a few years back, getting to play a, a show in, in So Far Hastings, and, yeah, it's my, my new single, um, well, the latest single, uh, Rock and Roll Saved My Life. Okay, perfect. So, um, yeah, here it is, guys. This is Steve Lewis, of course, live. At a so far show in Hastings, rock and roll saved my life. I'm buzzing to see this myself. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this now, Steve, just so I can watch it through, and then we'll grab a drink or whatever if you want. Now, just got a few questions I'm gonna ask you afterwards, just so I can uh, just watch it, watch it, and then um, I can comment on it afterwards in a more real way, yeah. and then we'll cut back to you and I again. Okay. Yeah, it helps out the editing, doesn't it? Yep. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I gotta say, they're not really shaking the eggs quite in time, Steve. But you can't control that. No. I always forget to say, shake your eggs and jive. <laughs> Instead of shake your hips. Oh my god, man, I'm sure said that. Next time. Next time. Yeah, never happens. <laughs> uh, I love the woman just like tossing the egg like this. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, love it. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Have you not seen this video before? Yeah, no, I've, I've watched it. You sent it last night and I watched a little clip of it. But this is the first, you know, it's the first... I haven't seen this bit here. When you stop and let people kind of just like shake their eggs. It's really cool. It's great engagement. 
Yeah, so that was uh, Steve Lois, Rock and Roll Saved My Life at So Far Shows. That was, uh, what a performance, mate. What a performance. Yeah. I loved it. I loved the engagement from the crowd. Uh, <laughs> you just saw some funny things in there. Just yeah. like uh, one lady was just like, not even shaking the egg. Just like tossing it up and down <laughs> like this. And then I have no people... control. Uh, no, They've it's just crazy. completely lose control. <laughs> and he had Pete in the corner who was like shaking. He had a shaker yeah. as well and some other like fan looking shaker. Um yeah. And just, I love that you, when you stopped and stripped it back and just let the crowd have, you know, do the shakers and uh, just like the engagement. I've, I'm so glad that people who are watching this podcast have got a chance to watch that as well, because that just shows, it kind of encompasses everything you spoke about so far about social engagement and like your performance style and what you get and give to music. That is perfect video. Absolutely. It's the epitome of like, you know, everything that we just talked about is just that, you know, I, when people are, you know, equally when people are sat there quiet and listening to a real personal song, then, you know, that's really wonderful. And you get those kind of shivers down your spine moments where, you know, it almost kind of brings a tear to your eye because people are just like, you can tell they're really, you know, um, really, you know, captivated. Um, but equally, like, you've got that where, yeah, you just... I, you know, I get buzzed, shiver down my spine because everyone's just going, hey, yeah. I'm really loving it, you know. So it's, it's yeah, it's amazing. It's just, um, again, you know, they're, they're completely different, you know, styles of and uh, of music. I tend to play sort of quite folky, sort of stripped back sort of stuff. But, you yeah. know, there's, you throw a few upbeat ones in there and, you know, careful. Everyone's just like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll get involved in this. And they love seeing people's faces when you hand them this sort of egg and they go, and you're like, they look around at other people. What do I do? Brilliant, brilliant, yeah. But also, just like, just a little nod to like performance and stuff like that about just letting loose when you perform. Like, there's moments there where you're just like, yeah, come on, you know, you're just like, and just like, it's not it's not contrived it's not set or like yeah. pre-planned no. it's just what you feel and just giving it out and yeah. i mean i just think i just yeah i just love music and i've seen you perform many times and you do a great job of showing the beauty of music through your performance Thanks, um so yeah um this has been amazing by the way this podcast i've um i've loved talk i've known you for so many years myself and yet talking to you now at this like personal one-to-one -one level yeah. and the fact that other people are going to get a chance, your fans, other people are just wanting to find new musicians and new artists and find out more about music. You're going to get a chance to hear this and hear your story. It's well, I mean, me. I mean so. you know, the, again, feelings mutual, man. I mean, I just, I, I really feel that uh, you could, you could actually be, you know, involved in a, in a podcast because what, what you've achieved and stuff over the last couple of years, especially like we've been faced with a pandemic, faced with a lockdown, and then you've, you know, you've kind of been thinking about creatively about how to, you know, how can I still engage with people? And you've done your YouTube channel, which I thought, gosh, okay, that's a, it's a big, big sort of thing to take on. But you've, you've kept it going, and you know, for, for you to do this now, um, you know, it's, it, it was the perfect sort of, you know, progression to, you, you, you it make people feel really comfortable. Um, I really love the sound of your voice. You know, it's uh, you, you've got a lot of energy and in, in, in character in yourself. So you know, it's it's a real pleasure to to be a part of this podcast, and I'm sure that you'll um, you'll do incredibly well with it. And and what an amazing thing to do for you know local musicians. Um, you know, to, to give them the chance to to have a chat about uh, you know about their their experiences and and things as independent artists. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely be tuning in. Um, to, to, awesome. to each episode so i look forward to some of the amazing local musicians that you'll be you'll be having a chat with and, and different people involved in in the music industry in southampton and hopefully you know further afield 
Perfect, perfect. So um, thanks for that, Steve. But before you go, can you just tell us a bit about what's coming up for you? Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've got a new album that's hopefully coming out this mm. year, I think. Um, <laughs> just a few, just a quick um, little nod to that. I know you've been working with another independent musician in the production of this album. Um, yeah. So yeah, just, just to wrap things up, that'd be great to hear a bit about that. Yeah, so I, I again, I released a, a, a Chapters, um, which is um, my album, a full-length album, uh, the first the first full-length album that I, I did, um, and uh, that was in 2017, and it was a, you know, a, it was an album which was uh, the, the, um, the product of, of lots and lots of years of, of, of writing and trying to find the, the right, um, people to to record with so getting like again local musicians and artists and things in to, to come and play and perform their their instruments and and things on 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 my songs and and bring them to life and like uh, you know like yourself with your drumming you played on a couple of the couple of the songs and you've joined joined me uh, a few times to play live and stuff which is amazing yeah. um and again just bringing people together it's it was it, i didn't want to just be like oh i'll just go in there and just add a load of computer you know driven kind of uh instruments it's like there's nothing better than getting people together and and showing off their talents as well to to create a you know a uh create the album which i was i'm really really proud of so that was called chapters and that was um in 2017 and then within the same year uh did a there's a live version of you and i um and uh, dan uh dan brown and um uh, uh, natasha um uh oh gosh what's her name what's her last what's her first name oh, i can't remember just my, my biggest memory from that show was uh before we even started the first song and you were like, uh, "Welcome, everybody. Um, uh, we're just uh, we're just waiting for. Well, we're just waiting for Luke, really, because <laughs> I was still fiddling around with my getting my simple and simple in the right place, sorting out yeah, my percussion. Yeah. And uh, it was a great show. It was a great yeah. show. You can, uh, by the way, guys. I just want to say you can check out all of Steve's stuff. There's going to be a whole host of links in the description of this video. Um, not only to the performance that we saw earlier, but also the full performance of that on Spotify is going to be linked to this. Uh, chapters, the album, is going to be linked to this. Yeah, that chapters live recovered. Um, oh, it's all, there's going to be links galore, so you can really check out Steve's stuff. But um, yeah. but yeah, and uh, and and the new so, album now. Yeah, so yeah. then there was chapters recovered, and then the, the the new album, which was meant to be released sort of a year or or so later, like an EP to go. Um, so I created a book, um, which is has got like it's a lyric book and photo book of all the different photos and people that I've met and things that I've done, and the lyrics as well, and then a CD in the back, and um, and then my plan was to create a um, to get a leather bookmark and to to have that so that people can put that into the into the book, and then there's a download code for for the for the EP that that uh, was like a compliment, so. Um, that was the plan to to get to get that recorded. And I've, I've made a start now. Again, it's fine. Just finding you know the right right people to um, to record with, and uh, um, you know, and and obviously just have that time and and the money as well to kind of do it. So, oh, yeah, um, yeah. so I've got um, an EP that I'm working on at the moment called Secondhand Books, um, and um, yeah, it's going to be sort of um, yeah, an EP of maybe six. So. And I've already made a start on that with um, with Johnny Moody, who's a uh, local, amazing local singer songwriter and 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 producer. Also, um, Mood Market Studios is is it's called. And uh, um, yeah, we've already made a start on some of those tracks. So I'm looking forward to to cracking on with those this year and getting them um, getting them out to the world. So, and then that will be that that project sort of completed, um, so I can die a happy man. And um, you know, just, just not for have... many years yet. Yeah. Not for many years yet. But um, yeah, speaking of Johnny, Johnny's going to be uh, on a future episode in this podcast. So uh, those of you listening, uh, look out for that one. Can't wait yeah. to talk more with Johnny about. Absolutely, he's, he's a lovely lad. He really, does. Yeah, really amazing musician. He's had lots of lots of experiences. So you'll really enjoy that one. 
perfect. Well, um, Steve, like again, like I said, Alan, I just want to say thank you again for you, your contribution. Uh, you know, just you're just a stand-up guy and um, a great musician. Uh, I hope people that live more locally can come and see you perform live. Um, if not, people who are listening to this from far afield, then of course there's so much they can listen to you online and yeah. still see still see your face and your performances. Uh, through the, through the wonders of our videography on YouTube and stuff like that. So, um, of course, you are the, you are the first, Steve. So what we're going to be doing is there's going to be Boom. the person on the podcast is going to do a question for the next person, for the next guest. Okay. I'm looking forward to hearing, hearing your question, and that will be asked to the next guest. But Yeah, just to finish off, I just want to say thank you again for being on the podcast. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing more performances from you coming up and, and this new EP, and uh, it's all very exciting. So uh, Thanks, man. thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks very much. Cheers, Luke. Good luck. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers.